You're listening to the Affiliate Marketing Podcast, brought to you by AffiverseMedia.com, the chapter and verse of everything you need to know about running a successful affiliate program for your business. This is a podcast for digital and affiliate marketers, publishers, networks, agencies, and MarTech providers who operate, support, or manage affiliate marketing programs around the globe. If you want to launch, scale, and grow a successful affiliate marketing program, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll learn how affiliate and partner marketing is constantly changing and tune in to industry experts who are getting behind our mic to share tactical insights and practical knowledge to help your affiliate program grow. Here, you'll discover what's new and trending in affiliate and performance marketing how to run your affiliate program successfully and gain industry insights from experts and practitioners from around the globe. The truth is, you simply won't find this information anywhere else. Now here's your award-winning affiliate and performance marketing host, an industry veteran, your affiliate marketing guide, and the founder of Affiverse, Leanne Johnston. Welcome back, all you lovely listeners, to this week's episode of the Affiliate Marketing Podcast, where we'll be diving into part two of our intensive interview with Todd Crawford from Impact.com. Tune in now to listen to his advice about the future of affiliate marketing. If you're looking to launch an affiliate program, but aren't 100% sure where or how to begin, or You've launched your affiliate program, but something isn't working and you're struggling to scale. We can help. Book a free 15-minute strategy call with our Affiverse agency team to find out how we can help you get to where you want to be. We offer a range of affiliate program management services, from strategy and consulting to technical setups and complex affiliate program migrations. Our award-winning agency team handles everything from affiliate strategy to affiliate partner recruitment and deep-dive affiliate program audits. We help you make affiliate marketing simple. So talking about outcomes, the growth of the partnership economy, like um, I want you to take out your crystal ball now with 25 years past history experience. So you know that they say history repeats itself in some way, shape or form, or it iterates forward. What do you think the future of this channel looks like? Like where are we going in the next five years? What are going to be the key things that you think are going to happen that might be big news? For us, we feel very strongly about creators and influencers. I think, as you mentioned, some of the lower funnel, micro, mid, mid-size influencers are better managed under a partnerships team. They have more experience recruiting, contracting, measuring, and optimizing these types of partners. We're already seeing either teams consolidating or coordinating to help each other because of their experience. I think PR teams and or you know brand building influencer teams are going to exist like if it's really aligned for you to work with athletes or certain types of larger creators that are going to just be paid per post but you know it's been our experience that once you get below that the hybrid you know pay per post plus revenue share or this concept of always on influencers similar to affiliate 
is very, very desirable. And so I think you're going to see this become more incorporated into under the partnerships umbrella. There are brands that are doing it today. There are brands that are discussing it. There's brands that are considering it. There's brands that aren't talking about it. Just like, you know, it's always like that, the adoption curve or the maturity curve. So I think we're going to see that happen more. We're just about to release a solution that will be uh, press releasing. We talked about it at our IPX uh, just in New York that happened, our big conference. So I think, you know, uh, the biggest challenge is that you would never take a, one of your clients and say, I'm going to launch an affiliate program on an influencer platform. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. Right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's square peg in a round hole. Right. You wouldn't do that. That's just not built for that. Likewise, you wouldn't say, we're going to launch an influencer program on an affiliate network, a traditional affiliate network. You don't have the right tools if you're going to run campaign based where, you know, you, you want. There's just so many things that you need. Not that you couldn't make it work. It just wouldn't scale the way it would on a really robust influencer platform. I think, I know we're going to be the first platform that's going to be able to do both of those very well. They can live side by side and you're going to get great data and great capabilities. And you're going to be able to do those hybrid and solely performance and always on, but also the campaign based, which are, equally, if not more important for a lot of brands. So I see that. I see the continuation of just expansion. I think B2B, brand-to-brand tech partnerships are still being so underutilized. And I'll just give you an example of why this is a huge opportunity for brands. If I'm a brand and my average order value is $75, and maybe the net profit to me is $20, right? $25, let's say 30% margins. So I have my costs to market, pay the commission, cost of goods, shipping, you know, all the things. So I'm taking $25 or $20 out of that 75. If when you open that package or in the confirmation email or on the landing page or all of those, I had other offers that don't compete with me. You know, if I'm a retailer promoting some streaming service sign up, that maybe pays me $20, $40, $50. Let's just say it pays me $25. And that converts 20% of the time, right? Now I'm suddenly making 20% more profit per order, right? So my margins go up. And I don't know of any brand that wouldn't love to make 20% more margin within a, you know, three to six months, once you kind of dial it in, figure out what offers work, where they work, what, what's the best way to do it. So to me, I think there's a lot of opportunity there for brands. Uh, and I think the C-suite should be looking at that. Like that's their job, uh, make more money, be more profitable, share, increase shareholder value. So I think brand to brand um, offers are something that some companies, there's literally companies that is their business model. What they sell you is not, it's, it's the co-marketing is where they make all their money. So, I mean, I'm not saying that's how retailers operate, but I'm saying there are companies out there that that's more of their business model. I also think that with better data and more collaboration, where we bring in all of these different channels into one platform, I think that we're going to start to see a change in how we have always traditionally commercialized affiliates, whether they're influencers, you know, traditional partners, non-traditional partners, whoever they are, PPC partners, ad buyers, you know, this 
that economy is so huge now, there's so many different types of traffic sources that you can pick and choose from. But when you start to bring all of that into one ecosystem and start to see customer journeys, where things are dropping off, where you can tweak to increase margins, like you've just said, I think that opens up a whole new ballgame in terms of how do I commercialize my referral partners? Because for eons, we've relied on CPA, revenue share, a hybrid of both or fixed fees. And actually, when you start to get intelligent data, which we are now at the point of getting, which we haven't been at before as the, as the channels matured, you can start to think about remunerating partners, not just for net new, but also remunerating them on different types of outcomes, as you mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. So for me, I'm quite excited to see who's going to go and innovate first, like who's going to actually manage to get all of their data. And it will be the big brands. I mean, it's, you know, it's not possible for the smaller brands that have limited budgets, but I'm really excited to see how many of these bigger brands are actually going to go and leverage all of that data, leverage all of that information about where their customers find them and at what point they find them in their kind of like research journey and really start to hone in with their partners and move those levers to actually get that profit margin in place. Yeah, I think one of the things that is holding this industry back is this addiction or philosophy that this channel is solely pay for performance. I think if those teams could start getting budget to do CPC or hybrid against, you know, hey, I will pay you 10% commission or a dollar CPC, whichever is greater, because your traffic is worth it. The content you're creating, the real estate you have is in such high demand that if I'm not willing or capable of offering an alternative payment model, I'm going to lose out on that traffic and my competitor that can is going to get it. So it's not about, well, we just don't have the budget, so we're just not going to do that. I mean, you're ceding that revenue to somebody else, right? So I think the historically CPC has been looked at by the affiliate channel as, you know, fraud. You're going to get just destroyed if you do CPC. And I think in the past, you know, again, looking back 25 years, a click was raw, meaning if you double click hyperlinks because you're over 50 or over 60. <laughs> um, you know, that a lot of affiliate networks, even to this day, see that as two clicks. And the IAB, you know, their definition of a click is 30 minute window. If you click twice within 29 minutes, it's one click. 31 minutes, it's two clicks. So having more control, and we offer this today, you can use our IAB window. I mean, that's how we report clicks is, is the IAB. Um, so you can still look at raw clicks uh, through our data lab tool and compare them. But, you know, unique clicks protects you. The ability to say, even change what a unique click is. Like I could work out with you and say, look, I love your traffic. I will pay you a dollar a click, but it's one per day. One user, one click per day. So I could change in impact what I call a click. It, that's payable. And so I can protect myself from fraud and, and I can start working with publishers in ways that maybe my competitors can't, which again, gives me an advantage and I'm going to get better placements, more placements, more traffic, more conversions, more customers. So I think, I think, like I said, that, that to me is probably one thing that really holds back this industry. And if anybody's listening, you know, getting out of that mindset that it, 
it can only be paper performance is, is just, it's, it, we got to get beyond that. I mean, it's not like you just switch everything to CPC, but when it makes sense, you should test it and, and use it or other, other payment models. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I think a lot of people don't do the testing. They just set and forget and then come back and check at the end of the month and go, is this working? Is it not? Let me go and have another conversation. But I think when you have technology that allows you to do these kinds of small iterative tests, that's when you start tapping into that extra value, which is what you spoke about before. And to me, that's what is making this next kind of 10 years in this industry exciting. And please, God, may I still be here to see it roll forward because the last 20 years have been super interesting anyway. So for those of you entering into this space, you know, go and have a look back at some of the stories and podcasts and articles from yesteryear and go and look at what we were doing back then and then try and apply that and think forward and go, what could this industry really look like in 10 years from now? And I think you guys probably have the closest vision to that because you're building the technology to help us get there, which is great. You're, you're kind of building that bridge. I want to just quickly, before we close down, ask you also, what is your current pet peeve about the industry? Like, what are the things that we haven't got right yet that people are still talking about 10 years later that we really do need to get over ourselves with if we are going to move forward into this new bright future? I did just mention one pet peeve, and that is the, you know, philosophy or that narrow viewpoint that CPA only. And I think just being more open to other payment and partnership types is great. Personally, my personal pet peeve is <clears throat> I shop a lot online and I want a deal. I want a coupon. I want a promo code. I want a voucher code. And I would say 80, 90% of the time when I look for one, they don't work. And that I don't think is good for the industry. I don't I think if you're a coupon site, they're kind of struggling with they want to index well in SEO. So if they have 20 codes for a brand and someone types in brand plus coupon, their, their likelihood of coming up as a search result are very high. But of those 20 codes, only two work. And the consumer didn't find those two or those two weren't really applicable to what they wanted to buy. I think that's just not good for the industry. It's not, it, it makes brands not appreciate those publishers as much, but really it's really not good for consumers. Like I can't remember when I found a good coupon outside of the brand emailing it to me or showing it to me on their website. Yeah. And that's something that is actually being picked up quite a lot in the U S with recent regulation that's just come out this week, I think where user experience is going to become a lot more important and accuracy is going to become a lot more important in order for you to remain compliantly working with some publishers and partners. So I think we're going to be discussing some of that stuff at our Elevate Summit in a couple of weeks' time. And um, we've got, you know, some serious big hitters in, in the U.S. that are coming on board to talk about this. So I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's something that people need to be looking at right now and really thinking about, how do they fix these gaps and actually give the, their customers the best user experience, whether it's on their site or on their partner's sites, the customer's still going to find you through any of these channels. It's not always going to be direct. So I think that's, that's a brilliant one to kind of head us into the end of this podcast. And my last question for you, Todd, is what are the things that you want to see happen in the next 18 months for brands to become more successful? Well, Again, I, I, I go back to having more than one 
card to play when it comes to working with partners and compensating them. You know, it's a combination of having the data and having the tools that allow you to contract uh, in a way where you feel safe. You're not overexposing yourself and you can and you can do that. We're, we're launching some additional capabilities on top of some of the stuff I already talked about in our contracting part of our technology stack that will allow that to happen. And, and again, I think data is probably the most important thing. And I'm really proud of our data lab solution, which is basically a, it's like having a, uh, a pivot table. You have all your data in our platform that you can just drag and drop and create amazing data without having to use more. You know, we have tons of canned reports that you can run and change filters, but this is, it's all your data. You own it. You can create whatever you want get the answers. It's an extremely powerful solution. And to me, it's the data that helps you feel confident in, you know, decisions that you have made or that you're considering, right. And being able to measure and test. Yeah. That, that's really what I, I think even over the next 18 months. And, and again, I think um, I'm super excited about our creator solution that we're going to be rolling out. That's going to be amazing. That's going to help brands again, get more value out of our technology because it's the same technology it's just applying it to another channel. So you're going to get tremendous insights and uh, contracting capabilities, things like that. And I'm really excited to see more brands run always on influencer programs, which I think a lot of brands aren't taking advantage of. They see it more as campaign based, right? And we launched a new pair of shoes. We're launching a pair of shoes. We're getting, you know, hundred creators to talk about it. And that's going to create a big spike for two weeks. And then it's on to the next thing, right? What advice would you give to people managing affiliate programs? Like knowing what you know now, 25 years in, like what would you have told your younger self 25 years ago? And what would, what would that advice be relevant for people coming into the industry today? I think a lot of people, when they do their job, you know, they have their go-to reports, they look at that data and it's very flat to them. And it's maybe how they're being measured. Their boss says, I want to, you to look at this and, and you know, optimize to this or you're being gold to this. But having more perspectives on the same data, you know, data is, you know, people use the word data cube. Data, data is three-dimensional. And most people are looking at it from a, one side of that cube in a two-dimensional format. And just looking at your data from the other side of that cube, a different perspective, Understanding data from multiple perspectives helps you understand the data better. And I think becoming fluent in data, it, it can help you in so many ways, future career, current career, helping other teams understand that you have data. They don't, you can see things they can't see because they're relying on, let's say Google analytics. And there's only certain things that it lets you see and do. It helps elevate the conversation and, uh, it, it helps people internally have conversations that they probably weren't going to have. That's my, my advice. Cause I think a lot of people just default to, you know, two, three reports and they don't really think much about it. And they don't get additional insights as well. The stuff that you miss, cause you do get sight blind when you working on a program for a year or two years, maybe even three years in a job, you, you tend to revert back to the things that you already know, because you know that they're going to work. So you, you, you tend to devalue your innovation and your, your thought processes because you're always looking at the same stuff. So 
I think that's brilliant advice. And on that note, I'd like to thank you so much for being on this podcast. It has been my pleasure to interview you and get to tap into the 25 years of knowledge that you've had building this industry and building impact.com. And thank you so much for being here with me. I really appreciate your time. Well, thanks so much for having me, Leanne. It was totally a pleasure. I love talking with you and I look forward to many more conversations over the years. This podcast is brought to you by AMP. The Affiliate Manager Performance Program is designed for ambitious affiliate program managers working at brands, agencies, or affiliate networks that are looking to grow and scale their affiliate programs and partner performances. We've already helped hundreds of affiliate program managers from a range of industries get the best out of their affiliate partnerships and build consistent sales within their affiliate programs. With just one hour per week over a 12-week period, this program is unlike any other. You'll learn proven tactics, tested strategies, and access decades of experience with industry veterans who have launched, scaled, and grown multi-million dollar affiliate programs around the world. Book your seat on our next cohort by visiting our website, affiversemedia.com, and hit the training menu. From there, you can register your interest for our next cohort launch or contact our sales team to find out more. That's a wrap for this week's Affiliate Marketing Podcast. If you're loving what we're putting down, why not head over to Apple iTunes and give us a five-star review? Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel so you never miss another insightful episode or one of our free webinars ever again. Tune in next week for more digital affiliate marketing insights, trends, tips, and content to keep your affiliate and performance marketing fresh and your partners driving consistent sales.